367. Yeah. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm Keith. <laughs> uh, I'm John. Wow, I'm Keith. Dang, uh, yeah, it's that's hard. crazy. Yeah. Um, and this is a podcast where we're going through the Bible. Yeah. In a year, we want to remind you the Bible is more like a window than it is mm-hmm. a mirror. Mm-hmm. We look through it to see God, not at it to see us. Man, and one thing that I thought about is uh it's funny just how how much more of the Bible opens up to it when you just set that paradigm shift up top, right? Mm. When you just read it and say, yo, what does this have to say about God? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, I heard someone say, bro, the questions we ask sometimes determines the answers we get, Yeah, right? And so like a lot of times, yeah, we come to the text thinking about us. Right. We don't get a lot, right? But when we think about like, what is it showing us about God? And it's like uh, so much, right? right? So much to see, absolutely. All right. So we are still in the book of First Samuel. My guy's still on the run. Crazy. He's still on the run, still bro. Still running. Still running for his life. Again, like you said last time, years right. running for your life. Mm. What is that like? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yep. So runs for his life and he runs into a dude named Nabal. And here's yeah. again where uh, uh, names are important, right? Yeah. As the story goes on, his wife's like, yo. His name is Nabal. Look, fam, yeah, he's dumb. He's silly. He's a dummy, yeah. and his name testifies. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, what are ways that he's a fool? Let's let's talk about this part of the story. Yeah, so, like, bro, Dave is like, I'm in the wilderness, fam. He sent some people. He's like, hey, fam, look out for us, bro. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even going to tell you what to give us. I know you got bread, <laughs> right? I know you, I know you good. And uh, Nabal is just a fool in the sense of, like, he tries to like son David, like right. Je- David. Who is who is Jesse's son? Who is David? And he speaks of him in derogatory like fashion. Right. And really, he's a fool in the fact that like this is his one. Like this is about to be the king. Yeah. And two, like that's your people's. Like he's they're from the same clan. They both from the tribe of Judah. Right. And so like yeah, just on that regard, like him treating his family some kind of way at the beginning of the story. Yeah. It's just yeah. Wow. No, no. And 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 what's gonna link both of these? together, mm-hmm. Nabal and Saul, right. uh, is what you're going to see at the end is, y'all, foolishness catches up with you. Yeah, man. That's, this is trying to get it. Foolishness catches up yeah. with you. And it, it's not just based on fate, right? One mm-hmm. of the things that That's we're good. constantly going to see here is people are going to attribute very normal and ordinary consequences mm-hmm. to God's action. Yeah. So everybody else that's not a fool knows, yeah. yo, their foolishness is going to catch up with them. So what takes place is this. Mm-hmm. Nabal is a clown, yo. <laughs> He's getting ready to put not just himself, but everybody in danger. Mm-hmm. David's like, on God, I promise. <laughs> on, right? on God, on bro. On God, I promise. Not a male is going to be left here. I'm taking out everybody. Yeah. And what takes place is his wife, mm. good woman, yeah. comes through. And what she does is she, um, she actually stands in the gap and intercedes for him. And in this way, right, mm. she becomes a helper. Genesis 2 brings yeah. us up, right? This God good, created yeah. the woman mm-hmm. as the, the help of man. And sometimes or people can read that and feel like it makes her subordinate it mm. makes her sub servient to yeah. mankind and that's to misunderstand what mm. god says mm-hmm. that the word that he's going to use there for 
helper, yeah. when he talks about Eve, is the word that he'll use describing God throughout most of the Old Testament. Wow. That the point is this, that uh, the person who comes on to help yeah. is often stronger than the one standing in need of help. So it's wow. the same thing when David says, yo, God is my help in times of trouble. Yeah. Here, Abigail is his help. She stands mm-hmm. in the gap and intercedes for this fool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's, it's so good because, yeah, like, like we said, Nabal is just greedy, bro. Like right. he has it. The Bible is very clear at the beginning of this chapter to say like, he's, it's, it, they set up the story like, oh, he's this businessman and he was very wealthy. Right. Then he had this many cattle, this many herds, all of these things. Right. And Abigail comes through and saves the day. And it's like, yeah, like, like selfishness and greed will always catch up with you, bro. Yeah. Like trying to keep everything is the pathway to losing everything, bro. <laughs> right, like right. The, the, the ironic truth it's true here, and we just see that in the text. And yeah, Abigail comes through, and her name means, I think, intelligent. Yeah. And she acts wisely, and mm-hmm. on behalf, and she even was crazy too. She acknowledges David's rulership that right. he's about to rule, and David again attributes her action to God. Yeah. He's like, "Yo, the Lord sent you. Uh, the Lord's kind. God looked out for you. Because yeah. I promise, on God, <laughs> <laughs> on God, it was right. over with. Yeah. Yep. And so, yeah. What links this up is it. In 26, mm-hmm. the same thing takes place, right? Paul or Saul, once again, is just foolish. So David and his homies sneak up on him one night, and his the guy that he's with is like, yo, David, you ain't even gotta do it, fam. Yeah. Just man, one pop, man. I could pop him one time real quick and be gone. All your troubles will be gone. Mm. And David doesn't just say, nah, man, let's let him be. Mm. But he does have this confidence that no no listen Saul's foolishness is gonna catch up to him absolutely right yeah man and what we talked about this before but it's like Mm -hmm. just what kind of restraint Mm. or what kind of trust do you have to have in God for somebody that's coming after your life yeah to not take their life when you have a chance like yeah you know people come at when people come at me with insults Mm. You ready to and I that. have a chance to like clap back really quick. Mm. It's easy for me to want to take advantage of that. But here, man, we see David with such a rich and deep confidence that yeah, yeah, no, no, God's gonna yeah take care of it. I can't remember who said it, but it's like, man, strength is not seen in uh, how much revenge we can get, right? How much re- restraint we can have, right? yeah. And so it's like anybody could have just kills all right but but david shows the kind of godly character and the kind of uh just the spirit being on him and that he restrains from doing anything and he literally says like yo he's gonna get his time bro right the lord's gonna have his way with him and it's like he knows right that the lord's vengeance will take place and that the lord repays the righteous and the righteous for Mm. their deeds yep and so how this all ends out and we can't end off without addressing this this is one of the most just weird and troublesome parts of scripture where mm. you it messes with all our theology, theology of yeah. the dead uh just all of this but i think one of the there's a lot of things that are confusing about this but i think one of the things that should make us um just be more cautious and mindful is mm. that this is describing an event where Saul not being able to hear from the Lord 
Seeks, 28, right? Yeah. Yeah. Seeks a medium yeah. to like hear from Samuel and God seems to allow Samuel to come back from the dead and to warn him. It spooks out the medium. And I think one of the things we have to be reminded of is, yeah, we live in a very spiritual world that there are things that go on that we can't explain. Yeah. And that I do think we need to be cautious when treading into territory like that, right? Not to tell ghost stories or to spook anybody out, but there is an aspect of where it's like, no, like we live in a spiritual world and Mm. there are things about all of this that we don't quite understand. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And even, uh, it's funny because you hear the phrase like, man, it seemed like in the Bible, miracles happen just every day. Right. Why don't they happen as much now? Yeah. And what people don't realize is you have the Bible in your hand and it is like 3,000 to 5,000, <laughs> thousands of years of time. And you get these things. And you get these there. few little stories, right, yeah. of crazy stuff happening. Right. So it's like, at the end of the day, it wasn't like an the average Israelite was just seeing crazy stuff right. every single day. Like, if you live with the Red Sea time, you've seen that. But yeah. it's like, yo, you were told about this stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, yeah, like God does do miraculous things in history right. um, that sometimes we don't even have categories for. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So just to close up as well, I I think the foolishness of Saul is gonna catch up with him in that he tries to hear from God. Yeah. God doesn't speak to him. Mm. And then all this crazy stuff goes on and he hears from Samuel. Yeah. But then I think the most important thing is what he hears. He's trying to seek direction for what he should do. Right. But instead he goes out this way and all that he gets mm. from the messenger of God is a word of judgment. Mm. Samuel says, hey fam, yeah. you're concerned about what's next, but I want you to know, and uh, I'm going to fix you a plate, fam, because yeah. you eating dinner yeah. <laughs> where I'm at, mm. and it's this word of judgment that you see how God uh, allows all of this stuff to come to place, and so in one yeah. sense, Saul's going to get what's coming to him, mm. and God is even going to use the foolishness of Saul to increase both his anticipation mm. and terror of what's gonna yeah. go on. And Absolutely. it's just uh if anything, like these texts are just mm. a warning for all of us that Absolutely. You know, foolishness is gonna catch up with you. The best thing that you can do with your life right now is yeah, fear God, keep his commandments, Amen. walk with him, plead for wisdom. Amen. Plead look for to Jesus. wisdom <laughs> and look to Jesus and walk in wisdom. Amen.